are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We're live. It's Chris Denman. Travis Terrell here. That's right. We're excited. Special guest in studio. He's at Helium right here in St. Louis all weekend long. It's John Witherspoon. He's my grandfather. He's your uncle. He's your brother. He's everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's happening, man? How are oh, you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. No, thank Absolutely. you for coming. I really appreciate it's it. It's certainly our pleasure. Uh, if you haven't seen John in many films, you might know his voice, Travis. You know him from everything. Black Jesus. Black Jesus. You know that's him your from, favorite Jesus. You know him, of course, his pops from Boondocks. You know his work from Friday. You know him from the Waynes Brothers. You know him from Boomerang. Oh, yeah. You've been the hardest working man probably yeah. in comedy for, for a minute now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work till I die. <laughs> <laughs> what keeps you going, man? You have accomplished more things than most comedians can wish to accomplish in I don't care lifetime. if you were 20. You're, you're too busy, man. I love yeah. it. You keep moving. Well, and you're doing stand-up stuff. Yeah, but I'm, I do my stand-up. Well, I've been, I was an actor before I was a comic. That's right. But I was a comic. I've been a comic for 40 years, so I was an actor for 43, 44. That's wild. Where, yeah. what was, what's the most odd place that you started doing stand-up in the beginning? I've heard of Jay Leno doing yeah. stand-up whenever they didn't even do it in like a gentleman's club, not even a strip club. Right. Yeah, but did you have interesting yeah. places that you did that you performed at? Yeah, I worked at old folks' homes. Is that what? right? <laughs> yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't hear. <laughs> they were in wheelchairs. <laughs> so I... Uh, I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, they they didn't hear even that. They didn't hear anything. They we, were uh, uh, they they looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> they don't know why they were there. <laughs> <laughs> did you did, did you steal anything off their plate at all? You're like, listen, I'm no, a, they didn't I'm a eat. comedian. Thank God they didn't eat. <laughs> they didn't get a show. No, they were st- just sitting there, you know, looking at each other, and they looked back up at me and. And shaking their heads like, you know, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, man, I killed. Is no. this my medication? Oh, no, <laughs> really. <laughs> John, how has uh, how's your trip to St. Louis? I'm sure you've been here many times over the years. I've been I've been here several times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it uh, What's it like coming into a smaller city on a weekend in the hot summer? You're doing the radio. Run. Do you had some press today? No, not yet. This is the press. This is the first that's one. right. That's yeah. the right answer, whether yeah. that's true or not. No, 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 I saved one. your time and just for you guys. And it's usually I'm usually up earlier than this. Look at that. Yeah, I usually up at about seven o'clock doing press. We or, just, and TV shows. Well, we switch it up. We were on in the afternoons. We're doing morning radio now. Travis has adapted quite well. I'm proud of him. I Good. don't care for it. I don't know how you do it. What 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 keeps you I mean, obviously admiration for the people who have supported you and followed you for a long time, but what gets you going like I the no I, like I am I'm incredibly impressed that you're continuing to be out on the road and, and I would I would be the guy that's like look I 
I'm an icon. I'm done. I'm good. I'm about to go to Bora Bora. Well, you, I'm going to chill out. To be out, fair, but... you say that, and you have minimal AM radio very, star very, power. Very, very, He's like got an attitude, John. Power, but... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe you could have a chat with him. He won't listen to me. <laughs> but what motive, What continues to motivate you to want to get up to do press at 6, 7, 8 a.m. just to push a comedy show? What gets well, you going? It, but it's part of the business, and it is a business. Right. And what keeps me going is the cash. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Yes. Nothing Told you else. he was my relative. <laughs> if I hit that, if I was those the ladies that hit the lotto last week for four hundred and twenty-eight million. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be here. Are, are you? <laughs> how about you? Keep up with boxing at all, or, or uh, fighting, or oh, events? Yeah, yeah. If you if you got in the ring with Floyd and made a hundred million, would you fight again, ever again? Whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and teach him something while you're yeah. at it. <laughs> I let him move him. I go sit down in the corner. <laughs> he like to back up and move. He like to stick and move. <laughs> do, you, do you find people, whether it's radio people or just people coming to your shows, do you find people kind of flinching, kind of treating you like the father figure that maybe they're not used to just because of the personas that you've, uh, you've taken on screen? No, I have excellent fans. Excellent they fans. They love me. Oh, yeah. They Good love to hear. Love me too much. Yeah? Too much? <laughs> oh, my God. I flew here. I was on the airplane with this lady. She's from St. Louis. I hope she do not listen. She's not listening. Uh, she probably does. She We're was huge. spitting all over me while she was no! talking. <laughs> I kept feeling. I kept feeling raindrops. I said, it must be the air conditioner. <laughs> yeah, your condensation. And water from the air conditioner that's on. That's, she couldn't be spitting on me this much. <laughs> <laughs> so how often do your fans like do you and I, I've asked this before we had Donnell Rawlings in here a couple of weeks ago he played Ashley Larry on Chappelle's show and I've always wondered when you play these iconic characters on these cult classic pop culture like phenomenons do you ever get tired of people running up to you as pops or people just they want to do the bang 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 every time they see you well, do you ever get like alright we get it that was cool and all but I'm about to do stand up. Leave me alone. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. That's part of the business, right? So if if you, my theory is, you go out, you're gonna get people, fans all over you. Take pictures. They want to take pictures, especially now. Yeah, but yeah. if you if you don't want that, you just stay home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple. No, it is, and that's the consistent yeah. answer we keep getting from everyone. So that's yeah. at least good to hear. You gotta you gotta accept this part of the game. I mean. And you know you make these catchphrases that people repeat so much, you right? Know? But I'm I'm used to it now. Okay, but, no, but that, I've never had any problem with it. Okay, no, okay. Because no. I was broke when I was coming up. I right. Up. When I got to California in 1974, I was broke. Where'd mm. you go there from? Detroit. Detroit. I, was, oh, I lived wow. in New York for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, I drove all the way from Detroit to California. That's a nice all, drive. But I, but I went through Las Vegas and lost a little money I saved. <laughs> I had a bad Damn trip. it, John. I love, this, I love this money I'm making. They owe me. <laughs> and I figured as much, as speaking of like those iconic characters and, and them owing you, yeah. it sounds like Cube is getting back together, getting the whole yeah. crew together for a, what is for the- Friday. For another Friday. Yeah, that's really good. Are you, you looking forward to shooting that it's, out of magic? Oh, I can't wait Chasing to get that much, man. <laughs> I can't wait to get that <laughs> negotiation started. I, yeah. know, I would have. Can't, can't do it without paying. You can't. And, then, and, that, and I bet you, Q probably is going to take good care of you. He was at time. The, I saw him at the airport, and he said, uh, "You know, we about to do another Friday. You ready to go?" I said, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll be ready whenever y'all call me. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> what, what has been your favorite project over the years? Again, you've you've got so much in your credits. Like I, I was just the other day, this past weekend, watching you in Boomerang, and I'm just like John with this pool yeah. has been in every film. I swear to God, since I was born. So to see you in Boomerang again, I was like, man, I want is that one of his favorite roles. Well, you know, my job was to go out and when I left Detroit was to go get some acting jobs. Mm-hmm. So I didn't turn anything down. Right. <laughs> okay, you see me on Barnaby Jones. Yes, true. That is also I was right. On Barnaby Jones. I was on uh, Incredible Hulk. You did Incredible Hulk. You were on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I was on Good Times. <laughs> <Good Saturday>. time. <laughs> I took all those jobs. <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Jeez. That knew, is insane. I knew, I knew Tim Reed. I knew Hugh Wilson. I knew, uh, what's the star of the show, The Pretty Girl. I knew Lonnie Anderson. I knew That's all right. Them. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I knew all of them. I hung out with that crew. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Hugh Wilson was the executive producer. Do you? He's one of my best friends. We used to play wow. tennis on Sunday at his house. That's. See, <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm all over that area, boy. I, yeah, I, I drove all that way to get. I got it. I know my best one, my best friend, David Letterman. Wow. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Who, who, he, he, I think he did it right, man. Just kind of wrote. Mm-hmm. All, I mean, he's he could be found, I'm sure, by the people that need to find him. But as far as the public spotlight goes, you think Dave handled that very well? Oh, I do. But he he was around for 22 years on his absolutely, show. absolutely. absolutely. He said he got tired of shaving every morning, so he let his beard grow. <laughs> now look at it. Now look at it. Dave, Dave. <laughs> Who have been some of the folks that, you know, once you got started in the industry that helped guide you along with it. And, and I, I hate using the term mentors because I guess that, that differs from yeah, uh, act to act, it's, it's comedian pretty, comedian. But it's pretty, who, pretty overused these days. Absolutely. Mentors. But there are people generally that come along in your life that kind of give you a little bit of the blueprint as you try to make your waves in Hollywood. Is there anybody that helped you? Or you just about like, all that now. Okay. <laughs> Blueprint. <laughs> blueprint. I ain't seen no blueprints since 1962. <laughs> A blueprint. <laughs> you. What happened? What happened? Helped me was being at the comedy store. Yeah. Mm. Because all the comedy store just started when I got there. '84. Right. Did Mitzi Shore run it then? She had just got it from okay. from uh, from her husband. Okay. Right. That's right. And um, and she. Um, she had the the main room and then she had the original room, uh, but the, at first she had the the original room, and the, the guy who owned what is his name, boy, but oh, I forget his name. Anyway, he used to have uh, oldies but goodies on Friday and Saturday in the in the main room, which is about six hundred people. Right. Mm-hmm. Mitch had the two hundred fifty eight three hundred people seat. And so she ran that, and when I came in, she I was the MC, the second show. David Letterman MC the first show. Is that right? Wow. He came in town. He was broke as I was. We come. He came in. He had a wife. He had a wife. He had right. a red truck and a dog named Bob. Wow. <laughs> Fresh out of Indiana. That's old school. That's, that that's is. old time. Yeah. That is. So we um nobody mentored me. Being at the comedy store would help you see. Absolutely. You're on stage every day. People come in to. Look for comic, look for actors, look for comedy, funny characters, and Absolutely. all that stuff. So they would come in, hang out at the comedy store. All the agents and the managers, they would be there. I got a job. Let me tell you one story. Um, Clint Eastwood's girlfriend at the time, Sandra Lott, was doing this movie called Rat Boy. Mm-hmm. They were coming to the comedy store to look for characters for Rat Boy. Right. So uh, I was the MC on the show, on the showcase. Let me say I had a showcase. Right. 
And I didn't kiss her ass, so I didn't get on the showcase. Right. All the magoos <laughs> massage her when she was talking to other did you have your Did you have your buddy comics sit in the crowd and laugh really hard? No, 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 no. I was the you, MC. You were just, you, I guess MC. you were you just MC, running You MC, you yeah. know, you know, you work in front of three people, four people. Right. Yeah. So the show started at 8 o'clock. Uh, only about 12 people in the audience. Clint Eastwood and Sandra Lott sitting in the back waiting for the show to start. They don't, you ain't going to hold them up. Right. No. <laughs> so Mitch said, Johnny, go up on stage and make the people laugh. <laughs> There's only 12 of them. Right. This is Polly Shore's mother. So that's Polly Shore. Oh, that's her voice. Back right. That's a good voice. Yeah, that's a good. Don't make the people laugh. I was there a long time, brother. <laughs> so I went up on stage and everybody was on the floor laughing, dying laughing, cracking up. And... Uh, Clint Eastwood said, I want him. <laughs> and Mitchell said, wait a minute, he's not on the showcase. He said, I don't care what he's on. He's going to be on in the movie. And then he got it. They got up and left. So they didn't have the, uh, they didn't have the showcase. Mitchell was mad. What did you do to him? What did you say? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Mitchell, I went up there. It was funny. They looking for funny people. <laughs> they didn't want to go. The comics didn't want to go on stage because nobody's in the audience, which right. I thought was stupid. Right. Yeah. You can make 12 people laugh. Right. You can yeah. make five people laugh. That's a good point, and I feel like those people are going to be more generous to you in the future anyway, because you did that for them. It's a very unique, uh, special moment for them, potentially. Or Who they could put Who? you the, the comics? The, a small, no, a small oh, group the people of people. That, oh, yeah, if you they, get up there and give it your all they, in front of five people, they I mean, remember you. Right. They remember he's a funny guy. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, that comics, you know, the insecure. Richard, Clint Eastwood is in the audience. Right. I'm supposed to be funny. I need that money, brother. I was, I was making my, I was trying to pay my rent. I didn't give a damn about Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Were you around whenever Kennison was hanging out at the at the mm -hmm. comedy store? Yeah, I'm did the he one that got Kennison on David Letterman's show. Is that right? Yeah. How did that happen? You were just like Dave. I saw I saw Kennison on uh, Rodney Dangerfield's some kind of special he had at his club, and I said, Dave, it's a dude at the comedy store. It's so funny. You got to check him out. <laughs> so Dave said so he was watching this the show. He's about to turn something off, and he said, this is the guy Spoon was telling me about. Mm. And he saw Clinton, and he saw uh, Sam, and Sam was hollering. He, he, he was see what? Oh, I, yeah. He was just ah! out, of his, out of his mind. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, so Dave Spoon, tell him I want him on my show. So I told Sam, you let him, I want you on the show, Sam. Uh, God told me that the devil had me get you to get me on this show. <laughs> Whatever. He ca called that studio. <laughs> he tried to act like he was a devil worshiper. You know, he was actually a preacher. He was, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that has to be where he he yeah. honed those skills of being able to connect oh, with yeah. people. The way he and sound a lot like of that. bullshit. Yeah. yeah, the way he hollered like that. See? <laughs> oh, he was crazy. I like, I, you know, I... I when I was the MC, all the crazy people was on my show. Right, Letterman yeah. had the little Tom, Dreesen, not Tom, yeah, Tom Dreesens and the Sam with Jay Leno's and the, and the a little more laid back. Yeah, the little, little white boys. Sure, <laughs> fuck them. But when I on my show, I had Sam Kennison, Richard Pryor, <laughs> Paul Mooney. You had every personality. Oh, oh, oh the yeah. crazy people. The egos and the personalities uh, and yeah. between those three alone, yeah. my word. And when they when the people left for the first show. I mean, you can stick around if you want to. Right. I would have a whole new audience come in because oh. they come. They want to come see Sam. They'd have to wash it out. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to. When Richard came, everybody was off the show. It was only only Richard Pryor and myself. My God. When Richard Pryor, when we Richard was on the show, he came in to do his album. He would be there for six months. 
Goodness. So now I want to know how much has changed since then because, again, you deal with those those are right now will be everyone would consider those superheroes in the comedy industry you know everyone's right. Mount Rushmore if you will but what has changed from the comedian then to now especially well, with the evolution of more clubs and the internet and social media what what specifically stands out to you well they got so many comics now yeah today we got so many comics yeah. <laughs> i heard you can sign up to go on open mic night and don't get on for 3 weeks <laughs> in la yeah, yeah, that's but, insane. But when I was uh, open at open mic night, when I first went out there, I was in open mic night, and um, they didn't. We had to close at eleven thirty because there wasn't no more comics to go on. Really? Wow. You had to put some com- some comics that had she worked all during the week. You'll have them go up at what one a.m. now, even later. I, oh I feel my like, god! Yeah, they go I mean, to two o'clock. Two in the o'clock. Morning. People start their sets that late. Oh yeah, Goodness. I've done that many times. Yeah, I'm sure. What's the crowd like at two a.m.? They, a lot of them, you know, people, they come back and forth, they in and out, in and out. So mm-hmm. so I would go on, I, I've done one o'clock shows. I've, I've followed, the, see, it was Richard, it was Richard, it was Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, and then I went Good on. mercy, man. Come <laughs> yeah. on, man. They don't even, people, and people probably it. bitch if they have to go up after Dane Cook. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> But that you just—that's a murderer's row right there. Like, I, but if you're a comic, you no big deal. You'd right, be, you'd be happy to go on. Right, you are happy to get up there. Is that that? Do you still see some of that same mindset with today's comedians, or has that changed? Uh, it's all different. Yeah. yeah, it's all different. You know, you you wouldn't have no Robin Williams and Richard Pryor and and uh, Eddie Murphy. No. in the same room. <laughs> that's pretty uh, tough. Yeah, it's look tough at this. To have that on Thursday the twenty second. Uh, comedy Store had Jeff Ross. Ari Shafir, uh, Don Barris started at quarter to one. Yeah, <laughs> on, a, on a Thursday I got, night. Yeah, I got you know I used to be the Jeff door, Garland nine thirty. I used to be the doorman at the Comedy Store also, nineteen seventy four. Wow, I was a doorman. Um, Mitzi and I ran the room. Sure, she would collect the money. Of course, <laughs> she would be taking that money more. And then she commits me. She said, Go Danny, Danny, start the show." <laughs> so, so see, here's here's the uh, the window for the. You've been in the original room. Yeah, we've been to. We were yeah, in L.A. about a year ago. Windows yeah. right there. You know, you see the door right here. Remember that? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Come on, uh-huh. steps, and they come in. Start the show. I put the rope up, close it. Lined and, and then our global stage starting to be about 15 people there. I've done this for many times, so mm-hmm. no big deal for me. Um, so I'm up there in my doing my little 15 minutes and then, then talking to that. Then she hollered from the booth, Johnny, people in line, people in line. <laughs> Cut your act short. <laughs> Miss it, I only done three minutes. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So that's what I'm going through. So this ain't nothing. Yeah. People telling me bang, 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 bang. Hell right. yeah, yeah. Bang, yeah. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching, ching ching She taught me, boy, get that paper. Is there anyone in like particular that, that uh that stands out to you as you know you see them coming up? Again, you 
You were there as Eddie was getting through his peak, Martin Lawrence. You see a guy like Chris Tucker. Like, is there any particular comedian that you, when you've worked with them in films or on a television show, that you just immediately knew? It's like, all right, this guy's got that. No, you never son. think about that. Right, okay. You ain't thinking about that. You're trying to memorize your lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn about this dude. He better have his lines. <laughs> like I'm trying to have mine. Don't suck. Oh, hell don't no. <laughs> got time for you, Tucker? Do you know I ain't got time for Chris Tucker. Do you know it or not, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I so, ain't got time he, for all that. Is, is Q bringing back the whole crew, whole I crew for Friday? You yeah. know, Chris Tucker won a lot of money. Um, you know, nobody got paid. You know, I made five thousand dollars on the first Friday. No, no way. Five thousand. Yeah. Nobody knew it was going to be a big hit. The movie. No. The movie costs. Two million dollars to make Ice Cube was gonna make his own money. Right, he was gonna use his own money. Right, a New Line Cinema said, "Look, we'll take, uh, we'll use our money, and if we, if the movie bomb, we'll take the hit. Okay. The movie grows two hundred million. <laughs> They're not gonna come back and say, look, uh, <laughs> we made a lot of money. We gonna give you all yeah. a bonus. Here's your That's cut. Some bull. Yeah. <laughs> so they, no, they everybody want the, money. Great job, yeah. guys. You know how much oh, money that movie made? So much money. So they gotta pay." They need to pay, but I don't think. I, I'm to you and me, between you and I, I don't think it's gonna make. It, it's gonna do it. Cause people want a lot so? of money. Yeah, that's true. I would say you got a lot of uh, players. You got Mike. You got Mike. Well, and uh, then, but you, and then it, it, it makes it a little worse too because you're probably. If you're a legacy person who started at the beginning, right. you, you don't start the you don't start the counter at this movie. Like, well, here's my rate for this. Yeah. You're gonna say. Yeah, you paid me five grand. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They, they your, know your profit they know. margin. Was not they that know. So, they go back to like, them records and find out what we paid. Ooh, we, maybe, maybe we can get him again. <laughs> hey, 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 cash. Take it to his front door. Take it to his front door. Yeah. <laughs> but I made money on the second Friday, and Good. I made I made I made four hundred thousand. But a million, I made a million on the third. But. Uh, they made two hundred million. Yeah. So now we got to uh, negotiate. But uh, but in good you, faith. In good, good faith. faith. In good faith, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, well, how well, you wouldn't have it in bad faith for, <laughs> yeah. for God's sakes. So wait. So are they going to bring back? I don't know if uh, Zeus. Uh, Debo, you could bring. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if his commercial schedule will allow for. A but fourth. you still have to look at. And then uh, I know Cube has spoken in, in previous interviews that he wanted to get every one of the last few films all into that one. So yeah. that would, of course, require John Witherspoon, that would require Mike Epps, that would require Cat Williams, that would require Chris Tucker, that would require. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. There's some young guys who could uh, <laughs> fill in for it. That's the conversation yeah. they started yeah. having with you. Yeah, uh, they're like Hannibal Burris would look real good in this, wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> but people are looking for the, the same characters yes. yeah, yeah. in the first day. He said he wanted to, that's what he told me, he wanted to get all the people from the first Friday back. That would make See, sense. Yeah. Make was sense. it was it strange, to, and you mentioned this because it's all about the money too, I was a, a white kid in, like literally I lived on a farm with horses. Mm -hmm. I would recite Friday while we're playing basketball like at my school. <laughs> that to me would be yeah. shocking going from yeah. 70s Hollywood right. to going to rural Missouri where I grew up and people being like hey pops and yeah. like, what the fuck who is no. this little kid no 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 that you know it that movie transcends all races yeah mm -hmm. all races I was in Santa Monica uh, taking a break from a movie I was on some Asian guy he was, we was I'm looking at the water I'm doing lean over I'm leaning over the uh, railing. He said, you know, you remind me of my father. I, said, I do. <laughs> do I? 
I do. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Travis, it, you've had it, you've had run-ins with uh, Asian folks thinking that they were one of uh, one of John's co-stars. I, I thought I was Chris Tucker forever when oh, I was younger, yeah. and then De- they were dead. What happened serious. to you in college at a brewery? The we young, worked young Asian folks, and and yeah, that you tell you about that Friday and everything Chris Tucker did from there on out <laughs> resonated with folks. With those well, Travis, folks it didn't sw- help that Travis wore a jacket that said <laughs> Tucker on the back right. of it, yeah, and he wore big big fake diamond earrings. And I just but, kept yelling, "Hey, man!" and things like that. They didn't, but no, that was. Uh, <laughs> Asian folks certainly enjoy. You got approached as hey, Chris Tucker like three times, <laughs> and they were adamant. They were like, "You are Chris Tucker. You're lying to us. You're undercover right now." It's but great it's, to meet you, Chris Tucker. They that movie reached so many people, yes, touched so did. many people, and still, yes. Now the kids, the parents of the the parents show the movie to the kids. Now there's a new audience out there now. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah thinking about that. Yeah, because if I watched it what a couple months ago, I feel like it was on TV. And uh, and you realize, like, wow, this came out a while ago. A long time ago. Yeah, there's yeah. a decent space between yeah. release and then now today with new generation being able to enjoy it. Yeah, so they, you know, they better hurry up and uh, do this for <laughs> Friday before everybody be too old. <laughs> Change my diaper! <laughs> uh, now, apparently Netflix is going around just handing out comedy specials. When are we going to get one from you? Oh, I don't, I hate, you know, I don't, you, they, they're not giving, they're giving all the uh, big boys, you know, David Chappelle, they're getting big bucks, but right. they when they wouldn't give me enough money that they would make me want to jump in. Okay, you know, burn up your you burn up your material. And I got to sit there and write some more material. Like this, and I, I, I'm too old for that. <laughs> it's very very strategic. Yeah, if they give you four or five million now, that's pretty good. But two hundred thousand dollars ain't them. They ain't gonna cut gonna, it. They ain't gonna make make or break me. Right, right. Hard as I work. I know that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything happening right now in the news? We just saw. Did you did you ever work with Bill Cosby? Uh, no, I never worked. With Not him. really. No. Um, so with his, what what was the actual update? He was acquitted. It was no, he was. Uh, it was uh, a mistrial. Hung jury, hung jury, hung jury. Uh, yeah. In, any feelings on the on the state of that? It's just such a tough legacy to see, basically get tossed down the the trash can well, uh, in a lot of people's perception. But I don't know. That, I I, fi- I figured you'd have a unique well, opinion on it. Being, you must realize that you know people have this persona on TV. Mm-hmm. In real life, they're not the same person. Absolutely. Right? So uh, that's his that's his legacy, right? You ain't real who you think we think you are. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you giving them girls on people. I heard this when I was a kid. Did you? Right. Did you hear it coming up? Yeah, but they say it was cocaine that he would buy them. But everybody had Quaaludes. Ain't no big deal. There wasn't nothing. That was the thing. That was the thing. They ain't going to make you sleep. Yeah. Just fuck you up. Get you high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can... Um, but as far as some of them bros got some stories, I ain't never all this. Come on, baby. You have a one Quaalude and you out cold on the floor? You know, you faking that crap. I'm trying to get that money. But the thing is that, you know, he would give them all the coke they wanted. That's yeah. the story I heard, see. That's what you would hear. Yeah. You can buy, he get you all the coke you want and all that stuff. You know, I said, well, Bill up there at Playboy Mansion, why would he want to buy people cocaine and stuff? Women walk around that naked. Interesting. Yeah, walking around that, the naked at the hotel, at the at the Playboy uh, Mansion. Uh huh. And he's you know most recognizable face on the him. planet. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So you know, I think they're all twisted. All them he twisted. Mm-hmm. And them girls were twisted to come in. A lot of them girls come in and get the cocaine. Boy, they love that coke back yeah. in the seventies and eighties. That's what that was the heyday, right? I mean, that was. <laughs> Hey, the way I've oh, I've man. read up on it, it, at that time, it would almost be considered like uh, like you consider like a great cup of coffee or something. At yeah. times, like it was kind of good for you. Everybody had coke at the comedy store. Yeah, 
Jeez. Everybody had cool get the communist. Yeah, and that it, it's weird too because I imagine it's quite. It looks. Let's say it's 1984 at the comedy store, right? And then this past Thursday at the show or tonight at a show, looks much different. Oh, it's totally much different. It's totally those people. They're not. Uh, they probably can't afford it. Yeah, true. Because you did. You had monsters out. hanging out in yeah. there that had movie yeah. money. Um, some the, the big boy had the cocaine man waiting for him. Really? Yeah. Just hanging out. So hanging the Kennisons and, and whomever. Sitting right there waiting for him. No. Goodness. Shit. Whenever you want, I got what you want, brother. Not that you need to do it, but it'd be nice to be at that level that the Coke guy's waiting <laughs> yeah. on you. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's but, a perk. Yeah. But as far as uh, uh, Cosby, Cosby had so much. He made so much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now, you know, his, his, his life is coming back to haunt him, but... I don't think they go. I don't think they're going to uh, convict him of anything. Right. No. Interesting. It is when you, when you start and you talk about the money and 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 I know we uh, we're gonna probably have to get you out of here. But uh, when you started and you talked about you you was out there just trying to grind. You was trying to pay oh, for the yeah. rent, take care of business. Did you oh, ever yeah. think that comedians would be making the type of money? Now you said Cosby made a ton of money back in the day, but now you see a guy yeah. like Kevin Hart, oh, yeah, who last year alone brought in over close to eighty million dollars. It's fun to watch him films just ascend, and stand ascend, up and ascend. like guys but, are now getting deals through corporations yeah. that are paying them yeah. crazy amount of money. Do you yeah. ever think that it, comedy never, can go that far? I never thought it'd be that. I never thought it'd be that. Uh, well, you know, it's a different time also. True. The, the money, Richard Pryor, even Richard Pryor would never sell out 22,000 people at Madison Square Garden like Kevin Hart is doing. Right. And what's the other, Don Cook, Don... Yeah, Dane Cook, he Dane sold Cook out. Sold yeah, out. I was going to say, while. yeah, and then uh, you got to go with Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew, boy, I knew Dice, I knew Dice, I knew them all, brother. Man. <laughs> I worked with, we know Mitch got the comedy store in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So we would all go down there to work. You know, we, one weekend. What a life! I'm gonna go hit so, San Diego oh, and tell beautiful. jokes. That was beautiful. <laughs> what there, a beautiful oh, city! And she yeah. had these condominiums right off the water. So wow. all the pretty ladies. We stand it, but we stay on the on the porch outside and terrace and look at the pretty girls walking past. Man, we just. That's a good life. No, that was fun. <laughs> she ain't pay us hardly any money. We didn't give a damn. <laughs> but uh, I never believed that they would be making that much money as they're making now. Goodness gracious! They're That's, making so much money. I'm I'm impressed. I know I'm impressed with the money, but like I said, Kevin's most recent special where he sold out Lincoln Financial, a football stadium, home of the Philadelphia Eagles. I wow. I've never I never imagined that you can get close to seventy five, eighty thousand people for like, a stand up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not even like Madison Square Garden. That's a big deal, but like a football stadium, like that's, that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's um. He's got a bunch of kids follow him too. Yes, so. he does. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. that that helps a lot. They'll eat it up. Yeah, absolutely. John, but, yeah. It's, what a pleasure it's been. My you pleasure. Guys, you're a busy guy. We're gonna get you out of here again. If you guys are in St. Louis around tonight, tomorrow, early show, late show, I believe seven, seven thirty, seven thirty, ten, right? Get your asses there at seven. Don't be the jackass walking tomorrow. in late. You got good openers, a good feature yeah. tonight. Very fun people on, I believe. Gosh, who is it tonight? Is it uh, John? John Vinigoni, and the other guy is. Uh, oh, I got it. I can find out. The great. I saw him yeah. post about it earlier. John's hilarious. He's a great dude. I saw him uh, last week too. So yeah. we're excited for John Witherspoon here in St. Louis. Go to Helium Comedy Club. Right here in St. Louis, underneath the uh, Galleria, right next to the grill, Travis. You can uh, yeah, hit the up Weber the Weber Grill. The Weber Grill. <laughs> let, me, let me mention my cooking show I have on YouTube. Oh, no kidding. I have, oh, okay. a, YouTube, I have a, a cooking show on YouTube. It's John Witherspoon 
cooking for poor people. Yeah. Because when you're hungry, everything tastes good. <laughs> so, y'all Google that when I leave. I, may we use Google it? That. Oh, yeah. Okay. Please. Uh, I would like I to. I want a lot of fans. <laughs> I cook the cheapest stuff in the world. I cooked last uh, two weeks ago, I cooked chicken backs. Is that right? Chicken, chicken backs, backs. Chicken backs and hot sauce. Oh, and a slice of uh, and a slice of light bread, <laughs> <laughs> and I recommend a tall glass of Thunderbird wine along with the it. Thunderbird <laughs> to finish it off. What better? What a, what a day! Yeah, John, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Oh, Absolutely, so we'll be back on Monday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.